You are listening to WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. We have Jeff and Robert on the show today. What's yeah. going on with you, Robert? I'm good, man. I um, I finished. I beat Hades the other night. I got my 10 got Hades kill. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm still the playing. In the Blood song. What's that? You got to hear the In the Blood song. That's so awesome, dude. <laughs> God damn. That's one of the best video game endings of all time. Uh-huh. The game's so the good. nuclear family was restored. It's beautiful. Oh, I really, I really like Hades. Like uh-huh. when I mean like not the the game I love, but I like Hades as a character. Like uh-huh. I think he is he is kind of like the unsung like protagonist of this game. Okay. Like he's not a bad guy. He's not the boss. Like he just he just tries to protect. He's trying to protect, do his best from like protecting his family from harm, and that just means family he has drama. to kill his son. He has to kill his son over and over again. Yeah, you know? that's no big deal. Um, but I really hope they expand. I really hope they take a break. They deserve it. I've heard Supergiant say that uh, the producers of the game, the the publishers say that. Well, they, they publish and develop their own game. But they mm-hmm. say we're taking a break after this because they're one of the good companies that don't do crunch. Um, they don't crunch. do crunch. So they're like, when it's done, it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they take a long break as long as they need to and then come back because there's so many stories to tell here. I want that war between like Olympus and, and, and the underworld. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want that. I want, I want the next game. Like you have to go like the gods, like do like a God of war thing. Like it's multiplayer. Like you and your dad have to like kill the, the Olympians. That's what I want. <laughs> it's so good. Be cool. Yeah, killing, killing oh, gods is always cool. Um, now the other thing that happened to me today, I think you would like this cause this dovetails into our like labor, labor news. Uh-huh. Um, so HR sat me down today, which pretty much there's one guy, and he's like a he's like a communist, like a legit. Mm-hmm. Com- he has like he has like communist like reading material on his desk, and like nice. he's just like a cool guy. Like so, but he pretty much heads up our HR. And anybody knows like I work I work for a city. Like um, I have you know I'm a city worker, and he sat me down today, and he said, "Hey, I just want to let you know your um your one year's coming up." And he told me like, you know, all the benefits, I get like a slight pay raise and all this. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but the real benefit is um, you're pretty much impossible to fire at. Hell yeah. So he's like, congrats. He's like, just hold it together for 14 more days. <laughs> and I was like, word up. So I, I, um, anybody who's, you know, I suggest trying to get a municipal job. ASAP. Yeah, like, give me a job over there. It, it well, you, I, I mean, holler at me. Um, <laughs> there's some stuff, but like, I'm I'm that serious, but you gotta you well you gotta live in Orleans Parish. That's the only oh, thing. Oh, that's no good. You have to, yeah, because that's how they do the whole. Like, I remember when they did um, that a while ago um, with the police, and yeah. uh, like we had a neighbor who had like a big problem with that because he was a cop. It was really right. it was really weird. What um, I tell people is like for the for municipal jobs, and I assume, assume they're the same everywhere. Like there's so much red tape you have to jump through. There's so many tests and like mm-hmm. 
I had to like take multiple tests, like, you know, written tests and like whatever, really qualify people for the job is to just go through all that and then just forget about it. Mm-hmm. And then just like in a year from, you know, a year from now, they'll call you and be like, oh, yeah, but just don't expect to just get a job like right off the bat. It's just not how municipalities are so slow moving. Right. Yeah. You know? That's right. how it was for me. Like my buddy, uh, you might know him, um, Matt. Just uh, he's a Bernie guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, just just take the test, bro. And I was just like, all right. And then I just didn't think about it for like nine months. Yeah. All of a sudden, I had every like organization in the city calling me. I had like five interviews in a week. Nice. And I got the one I wanted, which was nice. Um, so I guess we could talk a little bit before we kind of dive in. Did you watch any of CPAC this weekend? No, I don't watch that shit, man. Oh, my God. No. And I, I, I can't. I saw the the Golden Idol, which somehow they think that was cool. Like I mean, is, even as like a thing, like the Donald Trump Frisch's Big Boy looks like hot garbage. It looks like something a protester would make to like a corn, like a lib protester would make to mock him. Yeah, it's, it almost reminded me of like the giant like baby Trump balloon. Yeah, if you remember. So, I was, yeah, exactly. Like that had way more artistic flair than whatever that thing was. Uh-huh. So I just don't. I don't understand what they were what they were on about with that. Um, it's awful. It's it's gross. I know uh, Ted Cruz made like a he made a, like a butt of himself. Um, and then I was watching. I was actually you know because I'm not gonna lie. I get a lot of my I get a lot of my like what's going on in the world mm-hmm. from the Young Turks. I'm just like into sure. it because they're on at night and that's something I can just it's consume easy. before I go to bed. And they were like Ted Cruz bomb comedy show bombs at the at CPAC and I, I ended up watching it and I was like I was like um not really people were digging this so I don't understand like the, the people who were at CPAC dig Ted Cruz's like lame um like stand up comedy so yeah. let's let's let that be known yeah did you see uh, however that the woke mob um, silenced the my pillow guy? It's very fair. Yeah, sad. they've done it like three times, like OAN and, and Newsmax. Mm-hmm. Like they keep having him in front and then like it reminds me of like old old timey talk radio because you know there's just an engineer just with his finger on the dump button. Yeah. Well, just let's take a look for this let's guy to say at... something crazy about Israel or something. Yeah, let, just, let's like, take a look. Here's the uh, here Ooh. is the My Pillow guy on so Right wild, Side man. Broadcasting Network, which is like a one of the million seemingly right wing outfits that have just popped up over the past couple of months. Uh, this is him at CPAC talking to uh, the the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, talking to uh, Right Side Broadcasting Network. Case yesterday where there's um. This is and, glorious. Uh, I got to be careful here. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> be careful, Mike. Anyone, go to my website, Linda. And he's saying he's got to be careful because, partially because he's like literally being sued by Dominion, which is a. Uh, so he's. So the MyPillow guy has gone like out of control and how he's. Um, sort of claiming like election fraud and he specifically targeted this one company called dominion and now they're suing him uh for his for libel and right. he's still going on television to talk about this it's incredible <laughs> the guy cannot Here, be stopped here's the thing though like um 
and there there should be in a sane world there would be no like this guy wouldn't be able to have a conspiracy theory like no one would be able to sit here and talk about the election being stolen and being silenced mm -hmm. because him and like rudy giuliani and these nutcases they had their days they had their not their day they had their days and not just in court but in multiple courts they had their days in multiple courts and anytime they ever got in front of a judge it turned into um um, I wanna, I, I, um, 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 but as soon as they left the courtroom, they were like, oh, it's fraud. They're stealing mm -hmm. the election, like blah, blah, blah. But as soon as they had to be on the record and like put their hand on the Bible or whatever, and they could be, you know, they could be charged with, you know, perjury for lying, you know, lying on their oath. Mm -hmm. They were like, um, no, um, fraud. I don't even know the word. Yeah. I'm, I don't know this man. Uh, I pray for him. Uh, um, yeah, what is fraud? I don't even know. So <laughs> in the same world, there'd be no conspiracy theory about this crap at all. Like, my, But people just, we're just in a post-truth society. Like, the thing is, we are in, these, these right-wingers complain like, oh, this is just like 1984, a book they obviously have never read. Um, it really is like 1984, but it's just in their favor. Like, they are the ones controlling the memory hole. Not, definitely not leftists now so here, here's mike pillow tv.com how about that well, by the way if you're watching on uh twitch you can see that someone's got a prigger you sweater you uh, scratch my nose which is incredible yeah Ron. Nowadays, nowadays you can't Nowadays, uh, with free speech, you got to be careful what's free and what's not. <laughs> so right now, there's clearly um, he's like he's calling like his own shot. Republican Party, we're looking for a leader. Yeah. We want someone that can take us to the next level. Right. And it, it could be anyone, but you've kind of stepped into a somewhat of a leadership position while not even being a politician. Right, right. Were you expecting that to happen? Because a lot of people <laughs> look up to you. You, can right. you, the my pillow guy. Why are you such a great leader? <laughs> <laughs> the first question he gets asked wow. on this. I mean, if that's sadly like he's not like I'm not afraid of the mind. I am terrified of the Republican Party. Um, still, I know I know this is fun because y'all get to like talk about you know MAGA cope and look at this crazy stuff. Uh -huh. But I am terrified of them because the the Democratic Party it's it, they're just setting up the conditions. Yeah, for well, them to get stronger, and it's ter it terrifies me. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit, but but yeah, yeah I, I, there is some of that. But I, I mean, this is just good, clean fun. I think. Oh yeah, go for it. We need we all need some fun. That right here. Well, you know, I I don't know if I expected it, but it's if God put me, my pillow is just a platform for something much bigger. My right. pillow is just a platform for something right. much bigger. I love right. it. And it's, uh, it's, it's a platform for something that's apparently not like your head while you're sleeping. Right. You know, for me, it's, uh, you know, it was easy to step into that role because I do have a platform, at least, even though they're trying to suppress my voice, I'm getting it out there, people, you know. Absolutely. Getting it out there. And, um, um, I, you know, God put me here for such a time as this. We all have a calling, and every one of us needs to get involved. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And you were so and, passionate about just getting yeah, here today. Yeah, <laughs> I had to get here. I've had so much going on, and I wanted to get here to go down media road to get the voice. More people, out, are, more and more people are saying this, but he does sound like Jesse Ventura. Like, is like, is it just like a Minnesota thing? A little bit, know. but not as. No, it's the cadence. Yeah, it's he's. It's not as. Um, his voice obviously isn't as deep. But the cadence no. has similarities. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Minnesota like uh, type like way of talking, I guess, like a like a like a dialect or something. I don't know. What I'm upset about is 
you know, it's such a waste of talent because the My Pillow commercials were like they had the best jingles since the Empire carpet commercials, and they were like the perfect soothing. Like I get home uh, from a night of drinking, it's like four a.m. <laughs> and, and I'm starting to like pass out on the couch, and you know, and it's like My Pillow dot com is over the t. It's just like a blanket, man. It's mm. so nice, wow. and it just ruined it for me. Just ruin the my pillow jingle. This yeah. is the, this is the real crime. There was a time where yeah. I would have bought one of those garbage pillows. I mean, really, because I bought like a a one. I bought like, like made a on neck TV pillow. stuff, as yeah. seen on TV type stuff. Yeah, I bought like a neck pillow from like Bed Bath Beyond for way too much money. I would have gave them my pillow made my money just for that jingle alone. <laughs> I want two <laughs> things I jingle. you know <laughs> on my bucket list of to, to consume or. There used to be the my pillow and the empire. You, you know, I'm talking about the carpet. One eight hundred. Oh yeah, empire. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so remember. soothing, man. It's so nice. So anyway, more. go on, my pillow guy. Go on, Mike Pillow. A word of hope. Uh, there's stuff going on in Israel right now that is so oh, here bad we go. too. And uh, I want to. I, I will say this. Um, I, I don't think we're banned from saying this, but in, in, okay, in Israel right now, from the prime minister on down, we don't know what happened, but obviously congratulated Biden. But after that, we got a little suspect. Well, he they're right now with the vaccine over there. They're making the whole country take it, so you can't go in shopping malls. You won't be able to get a job. And if this happens, it's the start for the world. And the worst thing that could happen to this world and i'm telling you with that vaccine i was just on the phone with some of their politicians last night um, so he's complaining that they're but, making hold, hold people on. take the vaccine in israel i want you to pause it after um he was about to say what he was about to say uh-huh. but i guess i'll ruin it he's about to talk about like it's revelation and the mark of the beast or what yeah oh that's coming and it's, yeah and it's so i'm sorry to spoil it but it's like i don't know i was brought up um a baptist and like that's not how any of this works. Like people say, and I don't want to get into a religion thing, but they say like, "Oh, what? How do you create an atheist? You just have them read the Bible." Well, mm-hmm. I actually read this stuff. Like you have to like agree. Like you have to know exactly what the mark of the beast is. Like you can't be tricked into it. Mm-hmm. People can't say like like the 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 quote unquote like New World Order Revelation Satan can't be like, "Oh, this is a thing to." Um, so you don't get corona and then you know you get it and it's like gotcha Mm. like you have to know like oh this is so you can operate in the new satan system for the guy who the new antichrist who everyone loves Mm -hmm. like everyone does not love slobbering like fat trump like it would be somebody you know what and that was the thing like if you want to go conspiracy i understand why people would be like oh obama is the antichrist Mm -hmm. he's like slick people around the world were like done with george w bush they're like we want a new face everybody loved this guy he fit the mold way more like trump is not the anti or like oh, n- not even trump like biden in no way is the anti not clever enough He's absolutely not um if we're if we're gonna play in this like fairy tale harry potter world like he like this wouldn't be it like this is not what it would even be so it's just weird it's so it's so weird to me. Like CPAC is such a cult. Like they're literally worshiping a, a golden idol that they brought in. Yeah. But like we are the Satan worshipers who want to eat babies or whatever. It's yeah. so it's so weird. So here here's um, one of the things also that uh, 
that we're watching this video, it says on the Chiron, support RSBN by visiting MyPillow.com. Enter offer code RSBN for up to 66% mm -hmm. off. <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. So this is kind of just a MyPillow ad. Yeah. I mean, he needs to. Apparently, he's bleeding money. Uh, I saw him with it. He was trying to sell his book for like 10 bucks or something. Wow. Oh, on an infomercial. And I'm like, how are you covering the cost of your infomercial trying to sell these books for like $10? I don't know. But yeah, apparently, this guy's bleeding money bad because yeah. he's like doing that wacky documentary. Like, not even a documentary. It was more of a. I I've watched good conspiracy documentaries. And, and that was not he a good ain't one. It. He ain't it. Yeah, I, I miss the good old days. I really do. I this isn't this isn't a bit. I really I really am sad that people took conspiracies way too far. Because again, coming home like from a night of drinking, like I want to curl up with like a good uh, Alex Jones video or a good like <laughs> David Icke video. But people and be like, man, this is hilarious. But then people took it way too far, and now it's like, well, can't do this anymore. Too real. Cut the, can't, can't have any fun conspiracies anymore. Love yeah. it. You are listening to WHIV LP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade, Jeff and Robert. We are talking about, uh, right now we're talking about CPAC, uh, the Conservative Political Action Conference, and specifically this incident uh, with the My Pillow guy who's been uh, very uh, strong in the conspiracy realm. Uh, he was talking with Right Side News, and this happened. Um, and uh, because my, I guess my, I'm going all over the world right now. People are talking about me over here. Well, these guys, I told the one guy, I said, if you get a vaccine, which is only 95% effective, they say, then they want you to do another one in six months and six months. Well, I'm telling you, when you get that, what do you care what someone else does? If that person wants to come to a mall and they don't want to get vaccine, this is our bodies. This is Mark of the Beast stuff, and I don't care. Mark I'll just put it right stuff. out there. This is revelation. Ooh. I mean, if they're going to make them do that over in Israel, and why do you think they went to Israel first? What? Wow. <laughs> this is weird, guys. Um, um, it actually started the list. Started why do you think they went to Israel first? Like that so is Wait a minute. So by that logic, though, because Israel's trying to do a soft genocide, and not vaccinate Palestinian people. Mm -hmm. So are Palestinian people going to be like the the warriors of God now? When the because is God is Jesus going to come back and be like all you Palestinians who don't believe in me, you but you didn't take the mark of the beast, so now you're on my side. Is that how does this work? Like I need consistency in my like magic. I really do. Like I can't just you can't just leave me out here. I, I you can't be you can't tell me you're the dungeon master of this D and D game, but then not like give me the whole rule rundown. Spain. Uh, it started in Spain, where Spain started putting people on this new world list. And I want to tell another thing here in the United States that happened on Inauguration Day. On Inauguration Day, the WHO and the CPC, they put a thing out now. Everyone's seen, oh, COVID's going down. The, the, the rates are going down. They're telling you wear a double mask and do all this other stuff. Let me tell you, that's not and he's silenced. So now he's talking into a microphone. Got him, yo. New old order. Got him. Busted. Got my man. Uh, so and he's like cooking. He's still cooking. He's been going for like ten seconds. He's doing all of the gesticulations. He's bouncing up and down. Super careful. I hate to do it. Be super no, I love careful. You, but due to YouTube's guidelines, we will get our whole platform shut down if okay. we talk about. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Well, this is over in Israel. The funniest part about this, by the way, is like if you look at him, he's looking at the reporter, right? He's looking at the host or whatever you want to call her. And she's talking about how we have to shut you down. We can't let you we can't let you say any of this like wild conspiracy stuff. Uh, and he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, he must have say, well, this is over in Israel. Like, oh, okay, Mike. Cool, I guess. Yeah. Like, watch, like, watch so- him. Headlines. We will get our whole platform shut down if okay, we talk about. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Going back to. Vaccines. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say. Um, this is over in Israel. I'll tell you in a minute. It's over in Israel. It's over. No, in Israel. I was gonna say going back to my Harry Potter analogy. This is like the. Uh, this is like saying, well, this. This is I can say his name, but this is Azkaban, so I I can totally do that. Mm-hmm. Like no, you you can't say you can't say his name here either. <laughs> not in Azkaban, not anywhere. But okay, you do you, my dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. So that's the woke mob. The woke mob has silenced poor like Mike Lindell, who all he wants to do is sell pillows and invalidate elections. Didn't they have like on the backdrop of the the stage at CPAC? Does it say? I just saw a picture of it. Did it say like America? That's a real question. Did it say America canceled? America uncanceled was the theme. Oh, I just of, wanted it canceled. I was like, oh, now you've got my attention. No, the entire point is they want America to be uncanceled because oh, no, cancel con- no. like that was one of the major themes no, of the entire not. situation of the entire of the entire weekend, and uh, you know, big part of Trump's speech was it was about cancel culture don, uh, don jr on friday uh complained about the the cancellation of the muppets uh yeah. which didn't happen there was some like um editing on like some of the new um some some of the new releases of of the muppets on disney plus i think there was an incident of there's um, no editing huh? i mean as a as a disney freak let me tell you yeah so all it is is they put a disclaimer before like hey this stuff like might like some of the jokes in here might be off color, like mm-hmm. by today's standards. That's all. Yeah, it was like an incident of like Johnny Cash performing in front of a rebel flag or something like that. Yeah. And they basically said, "Hey, you, you know, that's not where you know that 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 doesn't fly, <laughs> right? Or, or whatever." And and this is sort of like you know the woke mob canceling the Muppets or or whatever. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know what? Um, I will. I will say something. If I'm gonna have a critique of, um, if you will, do want to talk about Disney? Yeah. Like, you know, I always do want to go talk for about it, Disney. man. Um, like Song of the South is is stupid and mm-hmm. dumb, and I'm glad that they're changing uh, Splash Mountain to um, Princess and the Frog theme. Oh, I'm really? really I didn't I, know that. I'm like excited to go to that now. I want to. I want to ride the Princess and the Frog ride. Mm-hmm. Well, Disney wants to have nothing to do with Song of the South ever again. They want Well, to- here's the deal. They made it, so they should own up to it. They, they won't. Should, um, it handled it perfectly. Um, Warner Brothers? Uh-huh. So what they did was they took all their racist animation, right? And they put it onto a, a two-disc, like two black discs. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know what I mean? Black is in like, this is bad. Like, this yeah. is just like, this is like the 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 Ark of the Covenant, like, do not open, mm-hmm. you know, like, you do not open Pandora's box. And when you watch it, they have like a full, like a full 20 minute, like, hey, this is terrible. And it's all, and it's, um, it's well, hosted by, like a forbidden it's hosted by of- Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg goes on like a whole, like 20 minute rant about like why these, why these animations are so awful. Yeah. Cause they're all just like super racist. And then she's like, well, but here they are. Yeah. And it's like, good job. Like, Disney's over here, like, being cowards. 
mm-hmm. acting like they don't exist. Warner Brothers are like, yeah, this exists. It's almost like therapy. They're like, this exists. And it was also trash. So now we can move on from it. I Which think by doing I, that, I though, like, they make it seem a little bit more salacious, no? No, I feel I'm a big proponent of, um, like, instead of just, like, canceling and ducking things. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, no, I'm not things, saying that canceling truth, is, should be the answer. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of, like, truth and reconciliation committees. Uh-huh. Like, I think, like, this is kind of the same thing um, on a much, like, more serious scale, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and you're, it's not going to happen so much anymore because, you know, people are so, so old. But, you know, they'll find... Um, Israel will find some um, some some guy who was a Nazi and like worked at you know he he like worked at a concentration camp yeah, in yikes. World War II and he's like ninety something and they'll make him they'll make him go to the Hague for trial and whatnot mm-hmm. and I'm like okay why don't we just do this like instead of like hoisting like making this like ninety year old man who's gonna die soon why don't why don't we just like actually have a trial for him. And you find him guilty, and then his sentence should be like your sentence is you have to tell your story on record. Mm-hmm. So like humankind will never repeat this again. Yeah. And that's your that's your punishment. Right. You know, it just makes it, truth and reconciliation makes so much more sense. Just I acknowledgement mean, what, it, of it, of the reality is all that matters. Or yeah. all that matters. Obviously, like there there you know if if there's like imminent danger of continuing problems and things would be adjusted differently but that like when it's like an old person who or whatever who isn't like in, in any kind of position to continue the kind of harm that was done yeah i right. agree well that's a big thing they did uh aaron could talk about it sometime if we ever get back on the subject but she took like um she's so she's like a social work trip to south africa and that's was like their big deal was truth and reconciliation after apartheid. Um, apartheid fell and it was like, you have to stop the cycle of vengeance at some point. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be just like, tell your story. Tell us why you did what you did so we can have it on the record. And then like nobody hopefully will follow in your path ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a believer in that. That's very, I mean, that's, that's, that, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, mm-hmm. You are listening to WHIVLP New Orleans mm-hmm. 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. Uh, you can check out our show, Good Morning Comrade, at goodmorningcomrade.com. Uh, you can also watch us on YouTube uh, Monday through Friday at 8 o'clock. Uh, so one of the things that I also, this is sort of changed subjects somewhat dramatically. Um, but so we've been talking a lot on this program about the uh, Amazon um, Union, the Best Summer Alabama Amazon Union Drive that's taking place right now. Uh, it's happening, um, like they're in the middle of voting. I think it's like the third week of voting is taking place uh, out of seven. Uh, it's all taking place via mail. Um, but as, as we mentioned in the past, there's some really intense union busting efforts that um, Amazon has uh, rolled out. Um, and as there were, we talked on our last show about how um, there were, you know, calls just talking about like, hey, where's Joe Biden and all this? He ran as a union guy. He ran as a union guy. And well, finally, he put out a video. Uh, so this is from his Twitter at the official uh, president of the United States um, account at POTUS. Uh, and text says workers in Alabama and all across America are voting on whether to organize a union in their workplace. It's a vitally important choice, one that should be made without imitation, uh, intimidation rather, or threats by employers. Every worker should have a free and fair choice to join a union. And then there's a video. So let's take a look. 
I've long said America wasn't built by Wall Street. It was built by the middle class, and unions built the middle class. Unions put power in the hands of workers. They level the playing field. They give you a stronger voice for your health, your safety, higher wages, protection from racial discrimination and sexual harassment. Unions lift up workers, both union and non-union, and especially black and brown workers. I've made it clear, I made it clear when I was running, that my administration's policy would be to support unions organizing and the right to collectively bargain. I'm keeping that promise. You should all remember, the National Labor Relations Act didn't just say that unions are allowed to exist. It said that un we should encourage unions. So let me be really clear. It's not up to me to decide whether anyone should join a union. But let me be even more clear. All right. It's not pause it real quick. So that first part was 100% 100% good. Yeah, I really liked um mm -hmm. something I really liked is kind of what we talked about I think last episode about um about how even if, you know, union support you, uh unions help your non-worker, non-union workers and union mm -hmm. workers alike to where like even if you don't have a union at at, at your job, like mm -hmm. the union shop at the, you know, the, the same in the same industry from the 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 company across the street helps you mm -hmm. because you know it that your corporation will will do better to try to keep the union out mm -hmm. hopefully and if they don't you can have a union mm -hmm. now that was all good it's not up to me to decide now he comes up and says it's not up to me whether anyone should decide to join a union mm -hmm. and he starts it's talking not about choice up to me to decide whether anyone should join a union but let me be even more clear it's not up to an employer to decide that either. The choice to join a union is up to the workers, full stop, full stop. Today and over the next few days and weeks, workers in Alabama and all across America are voting on whether to organize a union in their workplace. This is vitally important, a vitally important choice as America grapples with the deadly pandemic the economic crisis and the reckoning on race, what it reveals the deep disparities that still exist in our country. And there should be no intimidation, no coercion, no threats, no anti-union propaganda. Now, part of the problem with this is that he's saying that there should be no anti-union propaganda, but there is. But regardless of that, the message that he's sending is good for the most part. Well, yeah, here's nope. the thing. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Let's finish it up. Oh, yeah, supervisor. No supervisors should confront employees about their union preferences. You know, every worker should have a free and fair choice to join a union. The law guarantees that choice. And it's your right, not that of an employer. It's your right. No employer can take that right away. So make your voice heard. God bless you all, and may God protect the workers and their families who are trying to figure out how to make it, make it fairly. Thank you. All right. So your thoughts? I, my thoughts are that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it's amazing, not because it's like Joe Biden is saying anything that's reinventing the wheel or right. he's, he's, you know, so magnanimous, is why it's amazing because the bar for me is set so low on Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And what I've like heard from, and I know you're not doing this because you're like even you're you're very like even keeled. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot of leftists are like, oh, this is this doesn't go far enough. This is terrible. 
And I'm like, what what do you expect from him? I don't understand. Right. What did you expect from Joe Biden? For one. Two, um, take your take the dub where you can get it. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is, the leftists that are like poo-pooing this should be taking the W because they're the ones who have put pressure on this administration to say so, to say, to come out with a public statement like this. Joe Biden would be fine, never, these words never leaving his mouth. This is because enough people said, hey, man, hey, Jack, listen <laughs> yeah. here. Like, this is, this is messed up. Like, you should really be talking about, you said you were a union guy. The union guys need you to come to bat for them now. And this was his, okay, I guess I got to do the thing. Yeah. Good. And yeah, so that, that's, that's kind of where I'm at in a certain, like, I, I think that, yeah, he could have gone further. He should go further. He should basically, like, instead of talking about choice, which is sort of like a little bit, you know, like mush mouth about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he sort of, it's, it, he, he could talk about like p- power, like the work, like the, the power being in labor, but that's, Joe Biden would never do that. No. Um, that's like a fantasy. Um, the thing that I think uh, is sort of, I mean, he doesn't give clear instruction, which I guess maybe you shouldn't expect that either. But I mean, he does go out of his way to sort of say, hey, unions are good and unions are important. Uh, and and that's good and that's helpful. And, and, and I talked to some folks about how, you know, this would be like genuinely beneficial to not just the Alabama situation, uh, with the union drive out there, but but more broadly, um, in terms of you know getting people on on board for a union drive, um, so that's that's good. Um, you know, again, could be more, um, but in, yeah, on on first on first watch, I was a little bit a little bit more defensive about this, um, right. but but I've I've kind of come around a little bit. Uh, as I've kind of let it cook in my brain, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's just a really strong message from mm-hmm. a guy that I didn't, who doesn't deliver strong messages. Yeah, and That's you true. know, and obviously there's a lot of normies, there's a lot of centrists out there that like this guy. So he's not talking to us. Hopefully, the centrists get this message and are like, "Oh, I guess uh, Joe says you, unions are a good thing, mm-hmm. so I should like unions." Then, a good. Hopefully, Alabama will. We'll unionize, mm-hmm. you know, but before they would have been like, well, I, I believe whatever, you know, bullcrap I've been fed about unions, mm-hmm. you know, all my life, of, you know, and now maybe they won't believe that because he wasn't talking to us. Right, right, we, right, right, right. You know, he, we know these things. Mm-hmm. He was he was talking to the resistance Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, now there could give a crap about, you know, unions or anything. Now, it was a really great article in Jacobin written by my friend, Mindy Iser. Uh, she's a union organizer out of Philadelphia. Um, mm-hmm. But she wrote an article, said Joe Biden's Amazon sta- uh, worker statement was a start. But the PRO Act is the litmus test. And we've talked about the PRO Act a lot on this show. Uh, you, you're familiar with the PRO Act, right, Robert? Not, not as much as you. That's why I defer to you on labor <laughs> issues. Well, I'll just kind of go through this article, and, and maybe I'll reach out to Mindy and, and see if she'd be interested in, in talking about this sometime yeah. in the future. Um, but anyway, the article, the subhead is, Joe Biden's statement yesterday about the Amazon union drive in Alabama hit pro-labor notes. But he'll have to look. Uh, he'll have to back up his rhetoric with concrete action. Biden must fight to pass the PRO Act. And now the PRO Act is 
the most um, transformative, you know, union labor um, law that had been put forward since probably since the New Deal. Uh, it's gonna. It essentially makes things like um, replacement workers scabs illegal. Uh, it, wow! It um, means that you know uh, independent contract workers. There's gonna be very specific rules for that. So it's almost like a, a direct counter to uh, pro, uh, Prop 22 in California. Uh, it is really really good stuff. There's a lot more of it. You should check. It, you should check out our episode uh, with Ryan Keckeris. Um, on the PRO Act. We also talked about this with Harvey K uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but there is a huge campaign right now uh, in unions, in DSA, in other leftist organizations to pass this PRO Act. And um, in order for you know Joe Biden to really show, hey, you're a union guy. You know, if you're not a union guy, you're going to be... I mean, if you are a union guy, you, you need to back this. Um, so I'll just read from the article just a bit. It's a short one. Um, before he even took office, President Joe Biden vowed to be, quote, the most uh, pro-union president you've ever seen. Just hours after being sworn in, he fired Peter Robb, the general counsel of the National Labor Relations Board, who previously worked for union-busting law firms and the Reagan administration during the professional air traffic controllers organization strike. So that's that's key because the PATCO strike is kind of like the moment in a lot of ways, it's probably overstated because it was because it was in the position. But like the, the essentially in the 80s, uh, air, air traffic controllers went on strike and uh, Reagan just fired him. He just, yeah. And um, that was sort of like a, that sort of created a situation where public sector, really public and private sector union has been on the back foot ever since, like, especially that moment, but it had been developing over, over many, many years. Uh, so that's a really sort of, key, the guy that they fired, uh, Peter Robb, was was a lawyer that for union-busting law firms back then. Um, to, to continue reading, uh, Biden subsequently issued executive orders guaranteeing collective bargaining rights and a $15 an hour minimum wage for federal employees and government contract workers. And on Sunday, in his most surprising pro-union action yet, Biden released a video referencing the Amazon organizing drive in Alabama, warning employers not to re, uh, re retaliate against workers. So that's sort of like setting us up to where we're, we're at. Uh, after decades of anti-union presidents or presidents who say one thing about worker power and do the exact opposite, Barack Obama... <laughs> uh, Joe Biden could easily coast along on Sunday's video. It was argu argu arguably the most pro-union statement a U.S. president has made in decades. It was a welcome departure from pr um, previous presidential in uh, inaction, even if uh, it will have to be backed up by an NLRB vigorously enforcing workers' rights. But, there, uh, th but there's a real litmus test for Biden, the Protecting the Right to Organize Act, the PRO Act. If Biden wants to be regarded as the most pro-union president we've ever seen, he will have to use his political capital to change the rules of the game for U.S. workers who face one of the most hostile organizing environments in the entire world. And people don't think about this. Like in the U.S., you know, people talk about how we have it good. U.S. workers don't. I mean, U.S. workers get kicked in the, you know, kicked in the teeth day after day. Mm. Um, you know, wages are low. Uh, inequality in the U.S. is ridiculous. You know, poverty mm -hmm. is extremely high. Uh, healthcare is uh, it, it, very, very expensive. Um, you know, that that's all a 
that's all a um result a of consequence yeah well yeah it's all yeah it's all consequence of uh you know worker power being diminished union power being diminished um so to continue the pro act is one of the most sweeping pro labor legislation uh, in decades, it would effectively end anti-union right-to-work laws currently on the books in 28 states, institute financial penalties on employers that retaliate against workers who organize, prohibit employers' captive audience meetings, require employers to bargain a first contract in good faith, repeal the prohibition on secondary boycotts, solidarity strikes, uh, and bar employers from permanently replacing strikers, scabs. So in one fell swoop, the PRO Act would transform the organizing terrain for workers. It would make it far easier for workers to form unions without employer interference and for workers to use their collective power to advance their interests. It would be a game changer in the United States. And that's why the business community has already come out swinging against it. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce warns that it would fundamentally alter our nation's system of labor relations. So Sounds good to me. Yeah, if they're mad about it. (laughs) If they're mad about it, then yeah. She she goes on to talk a little bit about uh, the Employee Free Choice Act, which was one of these situations that, uh, one of these uh, similar legislation that was um, pushed in the uh, Obama administration that was sort of like a big promise that didn't go fulfilled. Uh, if you know, if you want to know what I mean, um, last time mm-hmm. le- labor legislation was on the agenda was in the Obama years with the Employee Free Choice Act, also known as Card Check. Although the bill was more limited in scope than the PRO Act, business uh, PACs outspent unions five to one, defeating, uh, I'm sorry, lobbying to defeat the EFCA during the 2007-2008 election cycle. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce shelled out more than $400,000 for every day Congress was in session. Barack Obama, like Biden, campaign, campaigned on promising to pass EFCA, but it died in the Senate with minimal support from the Obama administration. So... Uh, we don't want to have that happening all over again. And the strategy behind passing the PRO Act has actually been way more focused on uh, individual legislators. And it's, it's, uh, it has a lot of sponsors in both the House and the Senate at this point. Um, I'd have to you know, talk to some, other, you know, some people who are a little bit more closely associated with uh, the, that, you know, doing that work to know a bit more about it. Um, Let's just finish up here. Biden's campaign materials not only indicated support for the PRO Act, but promised to go beyond it. Yet it, uh, he's been all but silent on the PRO Act since he's taken office. That can change. He's already changed his tune on or at least started talking about the um, strike. I mean, the union drive in uh, Alabama. Last mm-hmm. month, the PRO Act passed the House, but now it's in the Senate where it's likely to meet the same fate as EFCA if the Biden administration doesn't intervene. Biden is the most powerful politician in the world, and he must lead publicly on the importance of the PRO Act, not just say the right thing to unions behind closed doors. Vice President Kamala Harris has already uh, has also has a role to play. She is the tiebreaker and leads the Senate and could override the parliamentarian to get the PRO Act passed by reconciliation. That's not going to happen. Or Biden could use his bully pulpit to say that he wants the bill passed no matter what and that the Senate should end the filibuster to do it. It's entirely up to Biden how hard he wants to push this. But if he wants uh, to be seen as Joe from Scranton or known as the most pro-union president we've ever seen, he'll need to build on his uh, statement on Sunday. He'll need to actually fight to pass the PRO Act. So, I I mean, I usually don't read the whole articles on here, but I think that this was worth it. It's a short one, and it's got a lot of really, really great information. Uh, What are you thinking, Robert? 
Um, I'm thinking, yeah, everything there is 100% correct. I, I, I just hope that I, I've always taken the view of, okay, here's the thing about Joe Biden. He's garbage. He's trash. Um, but he's movable trash. Mm-hmm. And if we can, if we just show in this country that the people have the political will to do something and we show our representatives, like a, it really starts in places like, you know, in Joe man, like Joe Manchin's constituency, mm. you know, you get those people and be like, look, um, and Bernie Sanders is, it does a lot of this. He does a lot of this in public. He does a lot of this when, you know, when he puts legislation forth to really like be the de facto whip and mm. to go, if you don't want to get on board with this, then we're going to tell, you know, we're going to like put something in here that's going to actively like have to make you answer to your constituency and be like, why don't you want to help the people who are in your district? Um, and that's the kind of stuff that needs to be done. Like there needs to be like political will one and the people who in, in government who have the political will need to be ready to dole out political consequence to their enemies. Yeah. When I mean their enemies, I mean, Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need there needs to be and that's what, what what Bernie was even talking about on uh, mm-hmm. when he was running for election when we were running because he was, he essentially said if somebody opposes something like you know this is back when Medicare for all was possible but if like Joe right. Manchin would uh, would oppose Medicare for all and Bernie was elected on running on Medicare for all for all which Joe Biden was not by the way um, Bernie would go to their you know their state go to West Virginia and say. Stir up the people, use the bully pulpit, and Absolutely. that needs to happen. That's what I mean. And we saw a little bit of that with Kamala Harris going to West Virginia mm-hmm. to talk to Joe Manchin's constituency. We need more. We need Biden to do it. Mm-hmm. Biden just needs to do a Trump mm-hmm. and hold a and hold a campaign rally. Some, oh, not a campaign rallies. rally, but be like, look, I'm pro union. Mm-hmm. He needs to come to Alabama and be like, y'all do what you want to do. I back you. And I understand why he doesn't want to get like. And I get it. He's a politician. I get this into a lot. I do not expect politicians to be revolutionaries no. but we as a constituency should be able to hold these people accountable and say these are the words that you said now these are the actions you need to do and i think that's happening in this case yeah exactly let's just not be dour leftists all the time like mm-hmm. let's look for the openings to attack and this is like the opening to attack and i'm not saying it's going to 100 work i'm saying like we have an opening hit it mm-hmm you were listening to WHIV LP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. We have Jeff and Robert. Um, you can also watch us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash, uh, well, no, just search what? Good Morning Comrade. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I did want to uh, wrap this up on kind of a story that made me extremely, extremely angry. Um, Here we go. Dower leftists. No, well, this is not a dour leftist story. This is like an like outrage story. I, um, ugh, God. So, are you familiar with the story? Let me just pull it up. Homewood girl selling lemonade to fund oh, yeah. surgery. Oh, I actually I haven't read it because I didn't want to just go into a nihilistic rage. Oh well, um, but yeah. Am I, I about to you, send bro. you into hit a nihilistic rage? I'm ready. Hit me with it. All right, Alabama girl, seven, selling lemonade to help pay for her brain surgeries. This is like the onion. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Dateline Today. Um, 
Instead of saving up for a new toy or a trip to Disney World, a seven-year-old from Alabama will be using the savings from a recently opened no. lemonade stand to fund her upcoming brain surgeries. No. Liza Scott, the seven-year-old in question, uh, is the seven-year-old in question. Her mother, Elizabeth Scott, runs Savage's Bakery in Homewood. Liza is always, uh, has always loved making lemonade and other sweet treats, according to her donation page. It was, her, it was only after she suffered a grand mal seizure in early January th uh, 30th that her love of making and baking turned into a real life-saving business. So let no. me just like... Disgusting. Whoever wrote this is a disgusting person. Yeah, the, the entire framing of this is like, oh, look at this heartwarming story of this young <laughs> child who's pulling herself up by her bootstraps to um, to pay for her own brain surgery. She's seven years old. Like, everybody should... This is like child labor, in a way, yeah. right? No, no, it is. It's 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 disgusting. It's third world country, Gucci belt type yeah. stuff. Like, this is who we are. This is exactly... We're like, why do you... Well, I don't understand why you guys talk about criticize America so much. This is it. This is who we are. Mm -hmm. This is exactly... It's disgusting. And anybody who can defend capitalism while, like, one person in this country who has more wealth than the world's ever known can, can goes through this is, is a monster. You're a monster. You're a monster. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't... I can't... You can't sit with us. And that includes the person who wrote this. Yeah. You know, they're like, give us 500 words on this. <sighs> and and these are the 500 that she came up with. Or whoever. I assume it's her. And, like... like this is just the situation or just the story of the kid who's like she's not getting this story isn't happening because she doesn't have health insurance and because she's got a brain she needs brain surgery it's because she's like doing work to like she's starting in a lemonade stand for her own brain surgery isn't that cute you know like that's the entire like like feel and mood of 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 the way this thing is written absolutely oh, um, i don't a, know um, if i've told you this mm -hmm. uh, i feel like maybe you've ran into ran had this rant off topic but i remember the same thing and i i really like educated this guy i worked with um he he really got it and he was like, you know what? I never thought about this like this. But it was it was one of the same kind of garbage stories. And it was a guy who um, he was a car mechanic, and he finally like he had to he had to work when he was young because he couldn't finish high school um, because his family was poor, or whatever. But he became a, a car mechanic, a good one. And he actually like went back to school after he like started his own shop, and now he's a surgeon. Mm -hmm. And now he like operates on people, both jobs that are just like amazing benefits to society, both these right. car mechanic and surgeon highest esteem for both of these. Mm -hmm. And he, and, and he was, they did the same feel good story thing of like, Oh, isn't this great? What a great country where you can like, um, you can like fulfill your dreams and all this. And I'm like, no, this is not a feel good story. This is garbage. I was like this man's talent because he couldn't afford to go to school has been stolen from us mm -hmm. all the years that he could have been doing operations and saving people's life have been st how many lives were lost mm -hmm. because this man's talent was stolen because we don't want to do education for everyone in this country yeah and this, will, this is why this stuff is important and i will throw that like 
he was a mechanic you said right i mean that's yeah. also like extremely honest work and like there's this it's not even honest it's like i know what you're it's saying. real it's work honest. it's like necessary yeah. it's like necessary for like so like if we're gonna create the arc like okay like the like the the deep impact comic is comet is coming to kill everybody and we can do the space arc like car mechanics are coming mm-hmm. surgeons are coming <laughs> Like I'm not going. I, I just, you know, I, I, I do admin work. Like, I'll sneak you in the back. A robot can do PowerPoint, you know. I'll sneak you in the back. Somebody's gotta yeah, somebody's gotta push the papers. Like, yeah, I, I I honest to God, I'm not doing like a, a working man's like he working class hero. Mm-hmm. I really do put a car sur I mean a car surgeon. A heart surgeon <laughs> Mechanics are kind of car a surgeons, surgeon aren't they? and a mechanic in the same box. Yeah. As far as like the benefit that they have to society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is wild that uh, I don't know that that things kind of go like that. Um, all right, so we got about five minutes left. Uh, I didn't want to get into that story any further because that would just make me like angrier. But I, I, I really, really like get specifically on that particular issue, like. I can't get over that framing. I really, really can't. That makes me feel like, like completely, like I'm insane. Like hopeless. if I'm like reading that, whole, it's yeah. Only- you feel like you feel like a, a somebody at the end of um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, where like the whole world is just pod people, and you're the only you're the only like quote unquote normal person left. Mm-hmm. Like it, it makes it does it makes you feel crazy. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not lying. I feel the same way. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Uh, you can listen to Good Morning Comrade every Tuesday on WHIV on this channel. You can also uh, watch us on YouTube on Monday through Friday. Um, YouTube.com. Just search Good Morning Comrade. Uh, Robert's holding it down on Twitch. Uh, what you playing uh, over on Twitch lately, Robert? I just killed... Uh Hades again That's while right. we were talking. Oh wow! There you go. I'm like the Heat too, so there you, you go. Know, just still working it. It's just such a good game to zone out to now. Yeah, now that I'm really good at it. Um, I don't know. I might get back into uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator again. I need to fire up that Valium or what Valium, mm-hmm. that Valheim or whatever the Viking um survival game. Maybe I'll play some of that. Cool. Thank okay. you so much. Yeah, and, and keep uh, keep an eye out for what we're doing. We have a lot of uh, new, exciting stuff coming up uh, from Good Morning Comrades. So thanks for listening, everybody. Tell the people bye, Robert. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.